So what are my goals for spring in terms of fashion? Number one, to wear more color. But then again, I understand my white hair more. So I kind of work with that as a major point of every outfit. And I, I dress for the success of my white hair. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to say that one of the new colors that I'm, and, and you can pick a color that you really want to focus on. I want to focus on new grass green and make, make myself look really fresh and really uplifted so, you know what I always say, have fun with fashion. Hi, everybody. This is Diane Gilman, formerly the Queen of Jeans on QVC HSN, but now the proud host of Too Young to Be Old. But guess what? We've got a bit of a new format. Every Thursday, the podcast will be Fashion Thursdays by Diane Gilman. Fashion has been my passion for my entire life. And I can't walk away from my roots, but I also, besides fashion, love beauty, makeup, hair, all kinds of accessories. And, you know, this is really fascinating to me. There is a special coming out. I believe it's on Netflix. And it's called Dior, The New Look. And I remember when I was like a very little girl, maybe five years old, Dior came out with The New Look, which was basically a big, full skirt below the calf, a big, wide belt, and then some form of fitted sweater on top. Terrible for me. I had a big pudgy waist, no chest. I, it didn't really work, but guess what? In the 50s, you did not question designers. You just went with it. You were a prisoner to whatever couture brought out. And there were all of these, they called them swans, who were the pillars of money and society in America, the Palm Beach babes, the Park Avenue babes. And they would go to the couture shows and they would be the messengers. So in the 50s and the 60s and going into the 70s, Fashion was represented by the incredible American wealth and that whole nouveau riche thing of society elevating you for the more money you had. Um, because to really, to tell you the truth, and I did love the way Jackie Kennedy looked, but I never saw anybody wearing a pillbox hat and a little suit. Maybe to church or temple on Sunday, but actually not really. So fashion has always been fantasy. Now, society is totally restructured and society is celebrity. So I want to be a little bit dishy, if you don't mind, but I'm going to talk about the London and the Paris catwalk weeks, the fashion weeks. 
do you ever wonder why you never see the collections of the designers? You just see the celebrities and what they wear to the fashion shows? Think, think about it. I mean, I just saw Kim Kardashian, and she was going to one of the shows, and she was in a strapless, totally embellished evening gown. I, I want to set this up for you. Those fashion shows are a hog call. They are overrun, mostly with paparazzi. You are pushed from one line into another. Think. Kennedy Airport on the biggest holiday of the year, and everybody wants to travel. That's what each individual fashion show is like. And these women are coming in in these evening gowns for a show that starts at 11 a.m. There's no more reality because there's no more fashion dictate. However, those celebrities are what you see because the shows themselves have very little message. And this is what you believe Paris is about or London is about. Not. I just saw J-Lo at one of the shows in a, almost a frontless evening gown and a coat made totally out of fresh roses. You know, in my own way, I preferred years ago when Lady Gaga wore a meat dress to the music awards. So when I talk about fashion, fashion is so different. And fashion, yes, dictated by celebrity, but also dictated by global warming. It dictated by COVID and pandemic. You know, once you're comfortable and once you can do your work and not have to get dressed up in office gear and, and get on a train and have a lot of public around you, and you can just lounge and be efficient, you're never going to want to go back again. So what we mostly see in Paris and London and Milan are these spectacular evening gowns that are really now not geared to American consumption but they're geared to the Emirates. So the Emirates are coming out. The money is starting to show and be really flashy. And all of those evening gowns are truly for a world we don't live in. If you live in Abu Dhabi, I am sure you're going to get a lot of use out of these. But I'm going to talk about something today that is amazing to me, especially as a Manhattan girl, and it is color. And when I talk about celebrity dictating how we dress and present ourselves in everyday life, I was blown away when I tuned in for the Golden Globes and I saw color, color, color. <clears throat> No surprise, Oprah would wear purple for the color purple. Again, totally no surprise that Margot Robbie would wear pink for Barbie. And look at me, I'm a pink spillover. I can't get over it. I Unbelievable for the first time in my life wearing pink. 
And I loved Taylor Swift in New Grass Green. And the really bold move was they were all sequined gowns. So not only do you have that bright, hey, look at me color, but you also have every single curve and lump showing in those incredibly, totally embellished articles of clothing. However, when you see those colors on a page, oh, and also a big girl who is one of my favorite actresses, Devine, wearing bright red. Bold move. Bold move. I really applaud her. It looked great. But now we're talking about how do you feel about wearing all that color? You know, I am a split screen every time I wear color. And color, truthfully, is, and they've proven it scientifically, mood enhancing. Now, we're living in really, to me, dark times. I can barely even watch the news for five minutes anymore. Everything is like bad news, bad news, bad, 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 bad. Well, when you wear color, you're uplifting. When you wear color, you are expressing hope and optimism and good times ahead and, and, and. But I wonder, is color regional? Is color about where you live or can you incorporate color into your everyday life? I live in Manhattan. The buildings are gray. The streets are gray. I'm surrounded by neutrality. I always feel safest. This is terrible in black. And once in a while, I come out of my little black shell and I'll put on color and everybody goes, oh my God, Diane, I love you in color. You should wear more color goes in one ear and out the other, and I go right back into black. And then if I'm really adventuresome, I'll go for gray. But the truth is, I believe if you live in Gulf Coast states, you can you can wear and express joyousness in strong color, like the pink I'm wearing, the citrus yellows behind me, the hot oranges all year long. If you are in the South, I believe that you form a softer femininity. And for right now, I think wearing pastels anchored by light to medium gray or an ivory bottom is a perfect step into spring. I feel it's a little bit harsh wearing black with color, but it definitely brightens it up. But you know what? My very favorite is, and I'm just going to pull it out right here, to use, if you want, dress in neutrals, accessorize with a bright accessory, like a scarf. But I'll tell you what, I just went, we flew to San Antonio, Texas for a party. It would have been considered rude to wear black. Where you're in a New York 
environment for a social event. And it, I mean, nine out of 10 women are wearing black. Practicality doesn't show lumps and bumps, put some shiny jewelry on with it. But down there, those ladies, it is all about being soft, being feminine. So um, I actually did wear Barbie pink, and I fit right in. So I ask you, how does color feel to you? When I was a younger woman, I always wore, hey, look at me. I'm here. Look at me. I want some attention kind of clothing. Now that I'm mature, to say the least, I don't know that I want that much attention on me and certainly not on the streets of New York. So I will tend to go summer, fall, winter, spring into neutrals. I'll do midwinter. It's always about black and I'll accessorize with a scarf. When I get into spring, I'll anchor myself in bottoms in light grays. I love heather grays. I'll go for a jean, a GG2 jean, my brand. Um, Especially for me, I like a very lean, narrow cut. I've shrunk about two and a half inches from my youth. I can't take these overwhelming big bottoms. I like to keep it very trim on the bottom and slightly oversized on the top. And then in the summer, interestingly enough, I will never, never go for real tropical brights or prints. I will go for ivories and maybe every shade of a neutral. I seem to want to look softer. I seem to want to look more approachable and attainable. But I'll tell you what, when I saw those stars in their bright evening gowns, I thought to myself, there is a message here. This, these women know they have voice. I mean, come on, Taylor Swift, Oprah, no, they know they have a voice. And Margot Robbie is set now to become, because of Barbie, the wealthiest woman on record in Hollywood. And they all chose to wear color. I don't know if you saw those award shows and thought to yourself, whoa. But I think, honestly, when you are faced with um, a reality, which we have today, where you're not getting fed great news and you're walking around all the time thinking, oh, what's going to happen? And you've got a lot of apprehension and not especially cheerful. And I don't know, New York has been, I mean, it, it looks like a horror movie outside. It is so dark and foggy and color matters. And I wonder how you guys feel about it. I love, because of a Leo, sun colors. 
So I love citrus tones, new grass green, chartreuse, yellow, sherbet orange, hot pink. Um, I tend not to go for blues, but if I'm going to go for blues, I want like beautiful, bold, but milky shades of aqua. And I will put exactly one piece of that on. It could be a sweater. It could be an earring. I have little pink twinkle earrings on. It could be a scarf. Could even be a shoe. Oh, yeah. I bought Gucci loafers in Barbie pink. And you know what? I've actually worn them a lot because I can wear an all gray outfit, a pink scarf, the Barbie Gucci loafers, and I've added color. Now, you got to ask yourself another question. Is where you live socially correct to wear nothing but black? Because in New York, it is. I have friends that wear black every day of the week, every week of the year. They never switch out to color. I think that is only. Okay, honestly, in New York. Then I think you go to areas like Miami or Dallas. I'm going to go for Miami, where it's always about bright color, bright print. Then I think you go to Charleston, Savannah, the real South, and you are a lady if you are wearing pastels. California, I think that is a free zone, but it's definitely about color, but it's also a lot about what I spoke about, neutrals and shades of ivories and beiges. But whatever you do, recognize that how you dress is who you are to the public. So it's funny. Privately, I'm a little pessimistic about everything. But when I wear color, people assume that I'm fun, that I'm a cheerful girl, that I'm super optimistic, that I'm putting out a positive message. So let your clothing do a lot of the work for you and make a lot of the personal statement for you. In my wardrobe for bottoms, I will tell you and be perfectly honest, yes, I still wear my DG2 knit denim leggings. I love them. But because I work remotely from home now, doing my podcast, Too Young to Be Old, and now my Fashion Thursdays by Diane Gilman podcast, I wear a lot of leggings. I love the lean look. I can put a boot up and over. And I love, um, and I found them in a ski shop, of all things. Very lightweight, but woolen spandex leggings in gray colors. So if you go for that look of lean on the bottom and Loose on the top. I never want my waist defined. I I certainly don't want my midriff defined. That's for sure. Um, 
that is a great way to go. And I think when you see all of this super oversized bottoms, they all have to be balanced by really fitted top. That just isn't good for me as a more mature woman. You want to really fake your flaws and and sort of make them go away. Fashion is great for that. And turn around and emphasize what's good. And for most of us, as we age, our legs age lean and right. Now, how do I express color best? I've got blazers in Barbie pink, beautiful creamy aquas, a little bit of new grass green, but you know what? I like to go for multiples and I like to go for collectibles. So um, when I was still designing DG2, we did a kind of faux cashmere. I'm actually wearing it today. And I just loved it. And you throw it in the washing machine or the dryer. But the point is, anything that's like a cashmere light sweater, we're coming into a whole new era of twin sets again. We're coming into what we call quiet luxury. And I want to buy things now at my age that I can wear year after year and just pivot them by the bottom I'm wearing, the printed or jacquarded scarf I'm wearing, or the piece of outerwear I've got on. So behind me, we just sort of hung up a whole, and I did it in my closet. I did a rainbow closet of of all my sweaters. And you know what? I had to kind of rethink everything because of white hair. Interestingly enough, pink looks really good with white hair. Uh, To me, red with white hair is a little too Santa Claus. I also want to stay away from colors I consider aggressive colors, which would be like a bright red. Uh, I feel like they express a little bit angry. And I haven't totally experimented yet with those acid yellows you see, but I'm working on it because if you want to make yourself feel like spring is right around the corner, do it with color. If you want to introduce yourself as an elevated personality when you walk into a restaurant or a party, do it with color. If you want to get attention, and who doesn't want just a little attention, especially as we get older and we're kind of the invisible woman, again, color speaks for you. And it gives off a really positive aura. So to tell you the truth, if I was on a dating site for women over 60 and I was going to go either meet a guy online or at a local restaurant, you know what? I wouldn't be wearing black. Too off-putting. Too scary. And it's only too harsh. I would be wearing color. And I think that we wear a lot of black and dark gray 
in Manhattan to kind of blend into our environment, but also because the city is so harsh and tough. It's like saying, hey, I'm part of it. I'm harsh. I'm tough. Don't mess with me. That's what black is to me. It's like the don't even try to mess with me color. So if you're thinking, oh my God, it is so drab wherever you are. And for us, it's just day after day. We never see the sun in New York City. It's just like drizzling rain or spitting ice or snow. You know how it is. You get, you start, you feel like, okay, enough winter. Let's get on to spring. Guess what? You can bring spring right into your home. Think about it this way. When you want to bring a little spring into your home, you'll go out and buy a bouquet of flowers to put on your dining table, right? Maybe tulips. Or you'll go buy a beautiful little new green plant you can nurture and grow. And it brings freshness and light and life into your home. That's what color will do for your image. So I want you to see fashion as an implement, as a tool to announce who you are, what's your purpose. Maybe your purpose is cheering people up. That's definitely a big part of my purpose. And you want to spread a little joy around. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Color is everything. And I predict that the impact of those female stars in their bright, really bold colored evening wear from the Golden Globes is now going to radiate out into American society for all of us, us everyday girls. And those women make it okay for us to wear color. So what are my goals for spring in terms of fashion? Number one, to wear more color. But then again, I understand my white hair more. So I kind of work with that as a major point of every outfit. And I, I dress for the success of my white hair. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to say that one of the new colors that I'm, and, and you can pick a color that you really want to focus on. I want to focus on new grass green and make, make myself look really fresh and really uplifted. So, you know what I always say, have fun with fashion. It's not serious. And you don't have to invest a fortune to look like a million bucks. Color will be out there to buy. Maybe you just start with one color that's always been your favorite. Or maybe you do like me and you just collect sweater after sweater after sweater. And actually, now that it's going to get closer to spring, I'll start wearing those and even experimenting with wearing two shades of citrus, maybe a sherbet orange, and then put a deeper orange sweater around my shoulders and tie it in front. So dressing tonal, but I always say anchor with either 
a neutral bottom or a jean. And DG2 is a good choice, my brand that I used to design for. And above all, especially because color is so cheerful, girls have fun with fashion. That's what it should be all about. So, Fashion Thursdays, lots of advice, lots to talk about, not only fashion, but beauty, makeup, all kinds of skincare. Oh, and let's not even get started with hair and hair care. I'm in it for all. So I'll see you again next Thursday. And we'll talk more fashion, or we'll be talking about makeup or beauty. But whatever it is, it's a girly day. It's our day. It's Fashion Thursdays with Diane Gilman. Thank you so much for listening to Too Young to Be Old podcast. The episode may be over, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at The Diane Gilman or visit our website, thedianegilman.com. If you like the show, leave us a rating or a review and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, don't forget, age is just a number. Together, we'll prove that we are all too young to be old.